0: Hello and welcome to Walk by Faith with Diana. I'm Diana Abercrombie and I'm so excited that you're here. I can't wait to see where God takes us on this journey. My goal for this podcast is to dig into God's Word, allow the Holy Spirit to speak to us and teach us how to apply His Word to our lives and then turn around and help others in their faith walk. You know, Jesus said in Matthew 4:4. It is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. I don't think we can live it if we don't know it. I want us to dig into God's word, pick the scripture apart, and allow the Holy Spirit to teach us how to apply it in our lives. Again, thank you so much for being here with me. Let's start walking, shall we? Everybody and welcome to another podcast episode of Walk by Faith with Diana. I'm so glad you're here, and I know I say that every week, but I honestly am glad that you're here. I so love digging into God's Word and just being able to share it with people and share what He's done in my life and in my heart and what His Word has meant to me and does mean to me. So I'm glad you're here. Today we're going to be talking about Psalm chapter 37 verses 4 and 5 where we talk about the delighting in the Lord. I want to talk a little bit about what that means and what it's meant to me over the years and just kind of dig in and see what the Holy Spirit shows us. But before we do, I always want to go to the Lord in prayer. I I just love to be able to go before the throne of God and just pray for people and pray for myself as I read His Word and ask the Holy Spirit to help me and then to be on a podcast where I just pray that the Holy Spirit touches others and is able to just show them things that are new and different in His Word because His Word is active. So let's go to the Lord in prayer. Lord, I I come to you today very excited about the scripture that you've given us today. Prayerful that you would touch each heart, each person who's listening. I pray that you would be with them in ways that only you can. You know who they are. You know where they are. You know what's happening in their lives. And I lift them up to you. I thank you that they are listening today. It's not about anything that I say. It's about what your word says. So I pray that you would open our hearts and our minds, our ears. Help us, Lord, to receive what you have for us today. Help us to understand what a privilege it is that you, O Lord, want us to delight in you. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you that you're God. Thank you that you know. Thank you that you see, you hear, you understand. Thank you. Prayerful Lord for each person now as they listen today. Pray, Lord, that you would move me out of the way. Use my voice to speak your word in any way that you see fit. Thank you that you are powerful. You are almighty God. Thank you for the privilege to be able to come before you today. Bless us, Lord, I pray. Holy Spirit, show us something new today, I pray in your word. In Jesus' name, amen. So let's dig in. Let's look at the verses that I was talking about earlier. They're found again in Psalm 37, verse four says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And then verse five says, commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him and he will do it. Now, I want to break that down a little bit because I've read that verse many, many times over the, year. I've, I, over the years. I've read both of those verses many times over the years. But when you think about your relationship with the Lord, do you think about delighting in Him? Do you think about taking great pleasure in the Lord? And in thinking about that, I had to go back and think about the things that I do take delight in. What are some of the things that I do delight in? Well, I definitely delight in my children, my grandchildren, my husband, my siblings, my nieces and nephews, my family. I just take great delight in my family. I so love them. And they do put such a smile on my face. When I think about them, I do take great pleasure in them. And that's one of the definitions of delight is to take great pleasure in. So when I thought about it, like that, I, I had to kind of relate that back to my relationship with Jesus. And do I feel that way about Jesus? And for many years I can truthfully say I I never really thought about it. I never thought about delighting in the Lord and even what that meant. So today when I was was getting ready to do the podcast, I thought, Lord, you know, show me some some practical ways that we can develop a relationship with you so that we do delight in you. So that was kind of my prayer this morning as I got started. And so that's what I want to talk about. What are some things in our lives as Christians, we have to have accepted Christ as our Savior and be in a faith walk with Jesus in order to be able to delight in Him. But what are some practical things that we can do to delight in the Lord one of the things that I really thought about was his word I love his word so for me that was the first go-to do I enjoy reading his word do I look in his word for things that will help me recognize Jesus recognize things about Jesus learn who He is, what He did, how He interacted with people? Do I spend time in the Word so that I can know Him? I think a big reason that I take so much delight in my family and in my grandchildren and my siblings, my friends, um, is because I spend time with them. I know them. So I love them. And that's how we are able to delight in the Lord. We spend time with him. We get to know who he is. That's how we delight in him. So how do we do that? One way that we do that is by spending time in his word. You will always find Jesus in his word. He's there from the beginning of the Bible to the end of the Bible. The old prophets talked about him. He's in the four Gospels where he interacted with people. He spent his daily activities. We get to see what he did, how he spoke to people, um, just how he engaged with others and what his reactions were to different situations. We get to know him as a person very clearly through the four Gospels. I always tell people Um, When they're asking me questions about Jesus or maybe they're having some difficulty in their relationship, I always say you need to get to know the God that you serve. And one way to do that is to spend time in, in his word and especially in the four gospels where we see Jesus who was born on this earth, spent time on this earth and showed us one example after another of his life and what he did, he was very interactive with his disciples. He was very engaged in other people's lives, and when they came to him, and he healed so many people, um, he spent time with his father. That's one of the things that I really want to talk about today. Is that Jesus thought it was very important for him to separate himself from others and from situations and circumstances while he was on this earth to go off alone and spend time with his father. Jesus himself thought that was important. And yet in our own lives, we become so busy at times that we don't take any time away from our busy lives to go spend time with Jesus, to go spend time with our father. We don't don't do that. And that's very detrimental in our walk with the Lord. And because we don't take time to know him and spend time with him, it's hard for us to even understand how we could take delight in him. Let's look at some of those verses where Jesus actually went off alone and prayed. One of them is Mark chapter 1, verse 35. And it says, In the early morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house and went away to a secluded place and was praying there. Now, this scripture says that early in the morning, he got up and left the house. So he intentionally got up early before everyone else was up and moving around. And there was a lot of hustle and bustle going on. He got up early and he left the house, which shows that he was going to go spend some um, concentrated time with his father. It was still dark. So everyone else would have been asleep. There would not have been a lot of activity going on. He got up early while it was still dark and he went to a secluded place, not in the house where everyone else was, but away from everyone else. And he, and he went and prayed I love that he did that because that's an example that Jesus gave in his life on this earth that we can also draw from. He thought it was important to separate himself from everything else that was going on and not just get up and stay in the same room where he was alone and pray because people would have started getting up soon. People would have been, uh, there would have been noise and clamoring around and people would have been all over the place. He left that. He left the house while it was still dark and went to a secluded place. And a secluded place meant that it would not have been so easy for people to find him there so that he could spend time in prayer with his father. It's so important that we look at that example of how Jesus left all of the crazy and went to a secluded place to spend time with his father. Let's look at another um, example of that, because there are so many examples of that in scripture. Another one is Luke chapter four, verse 42. When day came, Jesus left and went to a secluded place, and the crowds were searching for him and came to him and tried to keep him from from going away from them. Okay, so in this scripture, I want us to understand that yet again, day came and he left and went to a secluded place alone and the crowds were searching for him. Now, he was sought after. People were looking for him. People had things they wanted him to do. People had... um illnesses that they wanted to be healed. People wanted to hear what he had to say. People wanted to ask him questions. We have that in our lives. We we don't heal people of their illnesses, but we have many people who want our attention. They all wanted his attention for one reason or another. We have the same thing in our lives, especially um, if we have children or if we have to go to a workplace or whatever's going on. We have people who want our attention. They want to take our attention away from the Lord and put it on whatever it is that they want us to do. Now, that's normal because we have to get up every day and we have to live in this world and we have things that we have to do. But I love that Jesus got up and went away from all of that and he prayed. He had to spend time alone with the Father in order to deal with all that. And so do we. We need to understand that in order to deal with all of the things that come at us on any given day, the strength that we draw from going before the Father in prayer, making a conscious decision to get up and just leave all of it and go pray. That's where we draw our strength, and that is what will help us deal with our daily activities, our our daily situations, whatever they may be. Let's look at another verse. Let's look at Mark chapter 6, verse 46. After bidding them farewell, he left for the mountain to pray. Okay, now here's another example of how Jesus left and went to pray. Now, this was during a time frame when he had already been spending time with people. So it wasn't early in the morning before everyone else got up. It it wasn't late in the evening when everyone else had gone to bed. This was right after he had been spending time with people and he said goodbye to them. And then he left. For the mountain to pray again, he went to a secluded place. He went somewhere where he knew a lot of people would not be, and where there would not be a lot of distractions. And he prayed. He went to his father to pray. Now, there's there are so many other examples of when Jesus um, stepped away from everything and prayed. Before he chose his twelve disciples, he spent all night in prayer. I honestly don't know that I've ever spent all night in prayer that way. Um, But it's so important that we understand that we carve out the time. We make a concentrated effort to spend time secluded from everyone else in prayer. There are so many times in my life when I've thought about, um, I don't need to tell anyone anything about anything. I need to go to the Lord and pray. I need to separate myself from whatever's going on. Maybe it's not even a situation. Maybe it's, it's a, a conversation. Maybe it's something that you're being asked to do or, or someone wants your opinion about something or they want to know what you would do as a Christian. Those are those times when we're going to draw strength and we're going to draw from our relationship with the Lord. And we're not able to do that if we don't make the conscious effort to spend time with Him. When we do that, those are things that allow us to delight in Him. Because when we do that, when we go off by ourselves like that in prayer, when we spend time in God's Word, when we go off and pray, when we ask the Holy Spirit to show us things, those are things that that will allow us to delight in the Lord. I get very excited when I spend time with the Lord, either in His Word or in prayer, and I know that He has spoken to me about something. I love that. I love the fact that I can go before Almighty God and that He He honors my time with Him so many times and shows me something that I would never have gotten had I not thought it was important enough to carve out that time to be with my Father. It's important. Now, I know that many who are listening to this have children. They have work schedules um, to sit here and tell them to carve out time to be with the Lord. And their mind is like, you know, I I barely I barely have time to eat. I, I, I don't have time. But we do. If you think about it, we all have 24 hours in a day. So we can carve out some time to be with the Lord. We can carve out some time to read his word. We can carve out some time to say, Lord, I want to spend some time with you. I want to hear from you, Lord. I don't know what all's going to hit me today. I know that you do. And I need to spend time with you. And I, I delight in the fact. I take great joy in the fact. It brings me pleasure to know that I get to go before God, my father, and just spend time with him. There's another thing that I thought was very important because we don't really know all the things that Jesus said in his prayer um, life to the Father in those instances where he went off alone. And I love that because there are things and there are times I need to just pour out my heart to God. I don't need to tell anyone else. I don't need to hear what everyone else has to say. I don't need any of that. What I need is to go before Almighty God Pour my heart out to him in seclusion alone with him so that I can hear him. Now, the Lord Jesus knew that there were going to be so many people coming at him on any given day. He spent time teaching his disciples. He spent time teaching people who came to listen to him. He spent time touching people. He spent time healing people. He knew that he was going to be hearing a lot of voices throughout the day. We do the same thing. We're going to be hearing so many voices throughout the day. But when we spend time in God's word, And when we spend time praying alone with the Father, then we can shut out all of the voices of other people that, that we hear throughout the day. Now, it's not so much that what they have to say isn't important. It's not that. It's the fact that we need to be able to hear our Father. We need to be able to listen For that voice behind us that says, this is the way, walk in it when you turn to the right or to the left. As Isaiah says, it's very important that we do that because the Lord wants to communicate with us. He's not a God in heaven that wants nothing to do with us. Scripture says, delight yourself in the Lord. And he will give you the desires of your heart. Now, the other thing is that section of that verse says he will give you the desires of your heart. So what are the desires of my heart? And that is the first thing that I have to think about when I think about that verse. What are the desires of my heart? When I spend time in scripture, when I spend time in prayer, when I make an effort to get to know my Savior then the desires of my heart are in line with the will of the Father. That's when he gives us the desires of our heart. My my desire is to know him. My desire is more of him. The desire of my heart is him. And when that is the case, and that is the case, when we spend time in the word, when we spend time in prayer, the more you get to know Him, the more you love Him, the more you delight in just knowing that He's with you. Uh, it's, It's such a huge part of our relationship with the Lord to spend time with Him, to get to know who He is. Delight yourself in the Lord and He will give you the desires of your heart. And then verse five says, commit your way to Him. Trust Him also and He will do it. When we delight in the Lord, then he and, and we commit our way to him and we trust in him because all of that builds the trust in him when we spend time in the word and we do all those things. All of that builds our relationship with him. We commit our way to him. We trust him. And then the desires of our heart are for him and he will do that every single time. Now, that doesn't mean that every single circumstance that I get get into or that I find myself in or every single thing that happens that I'm going to get whatever I want. That is not at all what that means. It means that when I spend time with the Father, learning who He is, committing my way to Him, trusting Him, make a conscious effort to to go pray, to spend time with the Father, search his scripture, then the desires of my heart will be toward him and for him. And he will honor that every single time. I think that's our challenge for this week. Let's think about how we delight in the Lord. Do we delight in the Lord? Let's think about that as we walk through this week. Um, It's so, it's just, it's huge in our own lives to be able to say that the the Holy Father wants to spend time with us. He wants a relationship with us. He wants us to know him and he loves us. So, As we walk through this week, let's be mindful of how we delight in him. And what are some ways that we can delight in him? How can I spend a little more time in his word? How can I just separate myself from everything and just go pray? Those are things that we get to decide. We can decide to do that or not to do that. But when we decide to do that, and we allow our relationship with Jesus to grow, then he will give us the desires of our heart because the desires of our heart will be for him always. It's just, it's what Jesus does. He knows better than we do. His ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. He knows the end from the beginning. He knows everything that's going on in our lives. So let's do that this week. Let's make a conscious effort to say, hey, am I delighting in the Lord? And how can I delight in the Lord? I'll be praying for you because I already know that a busy schedule may very well become busier as you try to take these steps to delight in the Lord. Um, That's kind of what happens. Pray for me because I, too, have a fairly busy schedule, not as much so as since my kids are grown, but it seems like there is always something to do, right? And then don't forget to visit the website, www.walkbyfaithwithdiana.com. Um, also, the podcasts are now on Spotify and on iTunes, and then you can also access all of that through the Facebook page. So I would love to get some reviews and just kind of hear what you're thinking and know what, what's on your heart. Um, send me an email at walkbyfaithwithdiana at gmail.com. Um, tell me what your prayer requests are. Uh, just As we walk through this together, let's get to know each other and pray for each other. I hope you have an amazing week. Know again that I will be lifting you up. And I'm so grateful for you as we walk by faith and not by sight.